0: The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us Five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does, do that for us. And you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain. It's Wrestling Brain once again back at it. Uh, Thank you for joining us here at Wrestling Brain Twitch.tv/slash Wrestling Brain. Look at that, we're. It's a tank right off the job. It's right up to start, I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I thought we were,
0: we were going to froze up. You froze up for, um, on me for a, a split second there. It is Wrestling Brain. We are we are dancing on thin wire here technically tonight. It, not going to be a lot of bells and whistles on this one. It's a it's a thank you to those of you who are with us, the twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain, the brainiacs in the chat who have held out for the half hour and said, I can wait. We believe in the guys. They're going to get it done. They're going to come through. They're going to deliver. We are here uh it is Let. maybe a little bit of tenuous air about us with the, with the false star a little bit of, a little bit of back and forth some some jaw jack i think you
1: <laughs> well well here's the thing zooms and listen it is so great to be here live because of what a dynamite to talk about you're coming through crystal clear for me now despite that bump out the gate so let's let's get that love and energy in the chat give us some hiroshi tanahashi show us that This stream, like Zoom's pointed out, normally we're built on uh, concrete and then and then your your uh, your framework and then the insulation and then the scaffold. Okay, I'm saying normally we are Portuguese. a constructed house.
0: The Portuguese guy, Portuguese guy, knows how to explain how to build a house. No question, beautiful.
1: We're tradespeople out the womb, and uh, and yet. Tonight, I feel like we are coming to you on Toothpicks. Uh, the zooms is mad at me. I'm mad at him. Can you feel it in the air? But Dynamite was not mad uh, at all tonight. I felt like they rewarded your fandom with a pretty exciting episode tonight. Wrestle uh, 23, to Tana, Wrestle 23, Matt Lee, Wrestle 23, Tana, Wrestle 23, Matt heading. Lee, Wrestle 23, uh, I have a prediction where Tana. that might be going, but I'll save it for his segment. Uh, I think maybe tonight I like Dynamite more than, the, than our uh, Twitter timeline, which has not been the case lately. So... uh I don't know what that says about me or the Brainiacs, but we need you in the chat. Thank you, Double x 307 Thank you, Eric Hartman, for subscribing on this, our roughest evening out the gate. Thank you for being the wind in our sails. We are nothing without you, but we need one more step. I always say this, but I mean it tonight. Wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. We're half hour late. Normally, there's 600 people here. There is not tonight. Normally, the the number is in the, the, the 600s for live. That's not the case tonight. Not my fault. (laughs) so we need you if you are even if they're staying up late tell your wrestling friend fan friends the zoos man of 100 likes who let me tell you something i've been the guy with the tech issues before i admire that he's still here right now because this guy just fought uphill for 30 minutes of pulling his fucking hair out and and uh, the heart going a million miles an hour and he maybe i could use a better term yeah you know what I'm saying? his beard's pulling out uh and I, I really do all joking aside zooms thank you i know that uphill fight you go what the what the hell is this everything's normal nothing's changed here uh so i do appreciate you fighting through that and uh and being here right now with a smile on your face i know that stress
0: thank you so much it, nothing like when the connection says uh connected with no internet is my favorite thing so it's like well, what are we <laughs> yeah what are we connected to then exactly and uh, yeah that's a good that's a good phrase saying my dns my dns and i was like well I mean, do I, do I remember going in and fiddling with some of my ideas? like I literally am never touching any of that stuff, but so it goes. Sometimes uh, that's just the way it happens.
1: Well, it's funny. I used to run uh, my old microphone, and I think I maybe even sounded a bit better, through an interface, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason I no longer do that is literally as simple as it just adds a step when that shit's going wrong. That's yes. like, oh, it could, it could be that this reset a setting or this is moved and so just move it to a usb mic where it's like okay if things are going wrong at least it's plug in plug out is legitimately the reason i swapped over it's madness man so Smart thank you. you like you said zooms everybody fighting through with us
0: anyway nobody wants to hear about the tech issues they want to hear about the show They want to hear about AEW dynamite
1: they want to hear about it, it well actually before i talk about the terrible music that leads us in let's do what it is we do best around here zooms let's get to the best of us the brainiacs in the damn chat and let's ask them on a scale of one to seven one being the worst and seven being the best. What did you rank tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? You didn't spend any money on it, par se, mm. because you spent something. Well, what do you always say about time? Uh,
0: you can you can get a refund for your money. You'll never get a refund for your time, and I feel that way. About the first half hour of what was supposed to be this show so far not not not, not getting not getting <laughs> juggling the <laughs> DNS settings back ever again in my life. <laughs>
1: what well, what do you rank giving DNS settings? Right out of seven.
0: Flat zero. Uh, flat zero. Look at this. I think so. I think your your assumption that you were higher on this show than most people oh. looking like it might play out in the voting here. We have we have fives from Obi-Wan Kobashi and Maddie Mac and good friend Jake with a five or so. Sixes from Anfield Rowan and Cadenza, a four and a half from Sever One, six from Am I Doing It Right? Four and a half XX3075 from Eric Hartman. Chain Walton with a four, Thomas W with a five, five and a half from no clue what this is. Six from Pace Val, a gentleman's five from Obi-Wan Kobashi. Uh, 5.5 boiled Yegg. Uh, Jay Iggs with a six and a 6.66 from Tuck Inche looking like the high watermark there. Area Thrasher coming in late with a five. Uh, interesting. So, there's First, some people yeah.
1: in there who are sort of on the higher end in the six zone with me. I, I think that's I'm in the five and a half six zone, but I saw people on the Twitter timeline, uh, outright saying a oh, bad episode of Dynamite. That was lost on me. I agree with those who brought it up in the chat, double X 307, and I think a few others, uh, boiled Yegg as well that the second half was weaker sure uh i don't want to get into some giant discussion about this but to me i'd rather have one great hour and one lackluster hour than good mediocre good mediocre good mediocre good mediocre because i was i was grinning ear to ear in the first 30 minutes and i thought the second 30 minutes was great as well in this episode and that's worth a lot to me but i think indisputably the front half of this show is the stronger half no no getting around that
0: yeah, absolutely. The first half, the first hour of this thing, uh, boy, it lit the fuse. If to borrow, to borrow a phrase,
1: there we go. Will Murray, 1983. Hello to a first time viewer. Uh, hopefully, Will Murray of the Howard Stern show, uh, saying a six. So, there we go. A first time viewer who is maybe, maybe, you know, we're tapping the brain. Got a little, little two brain synergy between myself and Will Murray. Cool guy G band dropping some Kevin Nash's in the chat. Damn it, damn it, damn it, with a fat five and a half until road like first hour ruled. Yeah.
0: Yeah, first hour did rule. rule. First hour did rule. No question.
1: Hit the fuse! Uh, The terrible music of Dynamite plays us in to tonight's episode. Uh, Wasted no time getting the Hardy brothers into the signature that opens this show. I (laughs) Um, think they're a big deal. Got my wife tweeting about the show every week. Absolutely they are. and It is great to see Melissa tweeting about the show. I have to agree, Zooms. The Hardy bros, uh, almost single-handedly Jeff Hardy, it seems like, getting her back into the fold. It's amazing to see. Uh, I just think it's funny because they did the same for CM Punk, where it's just like, he's ours out! <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Quickly enough.
0: Just in case somebody is flipping past for a split second after Big Bang Theory. We gotta, we gotta get this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- now that's, that's a Venn diagram that's basically a circle, I figure. Um, CM Punk, enormous reaction versus Dax Harwood, enormous reaction, opens up our show tonight. Zooms is dancing, I was dancing. Uh, zooms you can be honest with me because i'm going to be honest with you uh did you know uh that fdr were still the triple a tag champions
0: i did not i did not Uh, i was like i I... I was like still or did they lose them and win them back or completely beyond my view of uh what i'm paying attention to day in day out no i had no idea
1: uh dax harwood's just one of my favorite wrestlers right absolutely absolutely he he would be right outside the CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, John Moxley tier for me. Like he is right under those guys in my mind. I was so hype. I think this was a little Josh Bait and Zoob's bait uh, collideth together in one. Did it deliver for you, Zoobs? What did you think of uh, Dax Harwood versus CM Punk?
0: Well, I will I will say first and foremost, yes, heavily baited for both of us, very much. Very much, sort of uh, the wrestling gods being like, "Oh, CM Punk, you, you're you're back. You accepted that CM Punk is your favorite and is the best. It's like, okay, then here you go. Just like, yeah. open up, <laughs> the, like, here's, yeah. Here's your reward, son. yeah, welcome. The bur- burly gates are open, Zooms. Join us. Uh, but yeah, uh, absolutely."
1: Very, very, very wise to point out from the chat that it was the 25th anniversary of uh the wrestlemania match between stone cold steve austin and Bret hart today putting the two most sort of face forward Bret hart fans in a singles match together was a very fun call that said there were some Bret Hart spots in this of course they were uh, relived the finish with punk getting out of it and uh phase first in the turnbuckle the running scoop slam lots of homages but dax harwood doing a bunch of uh chris benoit in this match which uh, was interesting to me, to to Canadian legends, uh, perhaps being—I uh, don't know if it's good to call Christopher Law a legend. I think I think when people try to romanticize him or be like, you know, he was great. I hate that shit. It comes across as like you are like wanting to call this guy who murdered his family like a good light, seem edgy <laughs> for doing it. Like to me, I I don't care that he was good at rigging. Like, I can't right. attach the two things. Maybe you can, but there's there's no getting around that. Dax Harwood was doing. He did the the snot rocket, which Iggs uh, in my Discord pointed out. I didn't even pick up that one. Uh, but two diving, headbutts, the the drop for a knee bar. Yeah, so it was, yeah, loved this opening match, those dudes. Holy moly. I don't even know that I liked it as much as this crowd who loved it. But this was, this totally delivered for me.
0: I like that Punk, you can sort of tell what kind of match you're about to get from him based on the gear right now. And and he had, <laughs> yes! he had the NWA tights on. He had, like, it was for sure, like, they were going to have a they were going to have a a, a, a wrestling match. They were going to have the old school, like an old school territory a champ against a, a, the the roughhouse local like challenger. Like it was, I don't know. I, I loved that sort of about it.
1: It's sort of insane that we've never had this conversation before Zeus, but I'd like to ask you and the chat on this one. Where are you on the CM Punk gear discussion of these three options? Which is your favorite? Long Boys Punk? Trunks Punk? Or basketball shorts, punk. Well, uh, I think
0: punk. I think basketball shorts is evocative of like it's going to be a special match and special moment, so it's hard
1: to sure. Just aesthetically, what do you like the look of? I just ordered those shorts, by the way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you did. Damn yeah, sure you did. a
1: bootleg site just did a, a pair of those, <laughs> so I got those coming. Good for you. <laughs> uh,
0: shorts, for, it's tr- shorts, uh, and then trunks, and then probably the NWA pants. Uh, or... Oh, so
1: NWA last, hey? Okay, yeah. okay. well, that's still good.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, three, you know, gold, silver, and bronze. Just look like a medal's home from the Olympics.
1: Looks like I'm sort of on a on an island. I like the Long Boys best for some reason. You'd think that I would like the Trunks best because that's the era of punk that I, uh, uh, but I, I kind of like uh, Long Trunks, old man, Logan, gray beard uh, punk for some reason. I feel like the whole thing is kind of like, it's evocative of the new him, the veteran punk, in a way. Right. So I I actually like the best now, which uh, uh is sort of surprising even to me, I guess. Uh Hardboiled the Egg does not like the basketball trunks. Area Thrasher with me, as is Cadenza, likes the the long the long boys. Anfield Road ordered them too. Respect, Alex.
0: <laughs> That's, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Uh, we need to address how hot the crowd was, not only for this match, but for this show on whole, but it struck me out the gate during this one because this is a match that these guys are working like you sort of say, it's evocative of a, it's not, it is much quicker than an old NWA, sure, match. yeah, it's yeah, spiritually what that looks like in 2022, right? It's not the most hooky thing on the planet, but this crowd was ready for everything they were going to give. I absolutely love Dax performing uh he and uh cash always do the powerplex which i love the superplex and then uh cash hits the frog splash dax did that by himself tonight he gets up punk for the superplex then huffs and puffs up to the corner and hits like a low energy frog splash that uh cash would normally do for a two uh two kick out i really like that spot and it was just like what would a tag wrestler do in a singles competition like that isn't real but it is that's like a, a very deep DNA tag team logic that I believe in FTR. Uh, I, I thought that was a really nice touch.
0: Yeah, it's it's logical is what it is. W- whether it's real or not is one thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a logical thing that you can explain away in the way that you just did.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and even in that vein zoobs, they both manage to gravitize spots in a way. Like they have a forearm exchange where they both bounce back into the... So uh, Dax bounces back into the rope, forearm into Punk, who bounces back into the rope. And normally that sort of thing, it's like, what but these guys are just working within a realm of believability where stuff like that does get sold and so spots like that can just feel impactful and believable it's uh it's a good magic trick that they pulled can't say enough good things about this match the bait absolutely delivered the gun club is just in the audience for this talking shit and trying to get a ftr feud going which i really like they don't run out on stage it sort of reminds me of the empty arena days and dax is getting distracted by shouting into the crowd i like that touch
0: yeah yeah it makes sense and uh, it, it it's leading in the right direction, I think, for FTR as well.
1: I totally agree. Yeah. I love the way that they handled this loss. We can get to that a little bit more in the in the FTR segment. But I thought in a lot of ways they, they gave the guys a loss and they gave them opportunities not only to look good on the night, uh, an almost guaranteed win next week as well. Maybe a babyface turn? More on that later. Uh, I don't want to be the guy who only comes on here and praises CM Punk because uh, people will eventually go, ah, oh, CM Punk can do no wrong to this guy. I thought it was a mistake to do that follow suplex to the outside because Hanger and Brian just did it, and I thought they did it way better. And I, I that was such a standout spot to me in Hangman and Brian that, and it was so soon not so soon after but for a spot that you don't see that often, it, you can't help but almost just compare them in your minds. And the Hangman Brian one is much better, um, so I didn't love the call to to redo that one, uh, but still, really, really good match here. <laughs> Beautiful
0: <laughs> Beautifully, beautifully, beautifully curtailed, and I do like that. The the your one criticism of CM Punk is the incredible move that you love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Done. That's not as far as I'm willing to go yeah. in terms of criticizing CM Punk. Yeah, uh, you know this amazing movie pulled off was was one percent better by two other greats. That's yeah. <laughs> no, funny. Uh. Really-
0: Anyway, yeah, uh, uh, Zoom's bait as well delivered delivered with a plum and uh, yeah a lot of, a lot of great st- a lot of great little stuff as you said and uh, man I want the I know I called this to you a long time ago I want the Dax Harwood NWA World's title run he's such a – he can do it he could be a single star he really could
1: Tony Khan by the NWA let's make it happen there'd be nobody better uh, suited for that exact thing. Uh, punk does get the win here i think everybody expected it i see complaints on twitter all the time of like a oh, punk so much offense punk is such a star why does it go 50 50 with everybody i like that old guy punk has to fight for everyone like this is this is his character he is he's is finding his abilities and in moments can get fired up and find the young self again especially when he fully embraces it when he has to but he's he's an old dog out there and, and dax harwood is a, is a rough a rough dude i'm into it yeah um love everything about this punk gets up on the turnbuckle afterwards he's doing the i want the belt the the hand signal the universal sign for i want the belt i think everybody thought that this is where he was heading but nice to see sort of confirmation of that and commentary makes a big point of like oh i guess cm punk wants to challenge for the title okay well there you go yeah absolutely where are you on that Zoob? should cm punk win the aw world heavyweight title obviously this is you have to see the feud god knows i'm just saying now and we can check in again later uh,
0: I mean, listen, you could, you could. it's, I felt, felt similar to how I felt when Danielson was challenging for it. It was like, you'd like to see Hangman sort of fend off all comers for a little while, but at any point you can say CM Punk is our champion and people are going to look at that and talk about it. It's sort of, it'll never be a wrong call sort of idea in my, in right. my
1: mind. Yeah. It's sort of a scale thing, right? Because in some ways, when you talk about, who would be like a definitive, doesn't need the title guy? People always bring up Undertaker in that role, right? Like he can have these transactional title reigns, but he's, he's always going to bring the gravita to the match by being the Undertaker. CM Punk is basically the closest thing AEW has to that. It just becomes an exchange of, does it help AEW to have champion CM Punk? And I don't really think he should win the title right now. But it is sort of inarguable that it would at least minorly raise the profile of AEW. He has, uh, you know, access to media that a Hangman Page and many others on the roster don't. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to watch develop as we'll uh, eventually get to that feud.
0: Yeah, he certainly doesn't need the, he certainly doesn't need the title.
1: That's for sure. Certainly not. Uh, Matty Mac saying Ricky Rabies. It's like and Ricky Rabies coming back. And
0: we have seen some set photos from Heels. Can't wait. Heels season two gonna come along just in time.
1: Damn it, damn it, damn it. Saying he ain't as good as he once was. Wow, Ricky Rabies? The guy's the guy looks still on top to me, Zooms. I know people. No, people you didn't. think he's too washed. He didn't read the entire
0: quote there. Oh, what was it? He ain't as good as he was once, but he can be as good once as he ever was. Wow. I think he's better than ever. But you see what he's saying there? You see the, sort of paraphrasing your tapping into the – yeah. yeah. Sort of poetic. Are you saying that they said it better than <laughs> – No. Goodness, no. Goodness, That's kind no. of what you're – No. Listen. Are we
1: going to take this as a, on As, a, as a
0: wise man once said, you said it perfect.
1: Uh- <laughs> wow. This guy knows how to get the better of it. Uh, right from a CM Punk-Dax Harwood match, which we really liked, into a Jericho Appreciation Society promo. The five of them are backstage. Um, uh, Daddy Magic is the eyes, the eyes. I only have eyes for him in these segments. Yeah. I, I can barely be it. Jericho, he did sort of lose his way in the promo. He for sure, in back end.
0: F- for sure, loses his way here. Yeah, Daddy Magic just chewing gum. Uh, you have one of the best in the mic and, and beside him the whole world, and Daddy Magic, Matt Menard just chewing some gum. Uh, it draws the focus. That's just the way it is. But yeah, I didn't listen. Meandering, uh, lost his way, not really talking. Like that's sort of the whole point of the Jericho thing as well. So um, it works. There's and definitely it, a meta thing, no question. And it, and, it, and it's in it like Daniel Garcia is getting mic time and doing and doing okay. Uh, you know the, the other guy in, in two or, or do they have a new? Do they are they renamed it as as a tag team or are they going to wrestle as a Jericho Appreciation Society? i think
1: they will wrestle as the jas
0: (laughs) yeah whatever who Who knows they can be called whatever they need to be called um yeah i thought daniel garcia
1: gave the best promo in this yeah for sure i would Uh, agree it wasn't incredible but that whole thing just so works for him about he hunts pro wrestlers and he is a sports entertainer it's just the exact opposite of what we want from him which is what a heel should be be uncheerable who could cheer for daniel garcia making like this choice he's not a cool heel at all it's like no no you're you are cool we like the the asshole who held on to the subs too long how could this <laughs> you entertain i am entertained <laughs> yeah
0: they're nailing it they're nailing it he's 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 not all about the boom which is what he could have right
1: <laughs> nor am i for the record but th- anyway more on that later we beat up pro wrestlers
0: beautiful Beautiful. The collision course they're plotting out here is, is is brilliant.
1: Darby Allen, Sting, and the Hardy brothers in that order. What a what a row of hitters versus. Oh, and it needs to be said, the Hardys follow Sting, and it is noticeable how incredibly over the Hardys are. Sure, like, they're not they're not following me out there. Like, yeah, they're following Sting. Yeah, uh, and it is it is jarring. The Hardys are. Among the most overacts on this show. Um, Jeff Hardy
0: jumps off. a, jump, Climbs a ladder and jumps off. Like the side of this building. In this. I can't believe it.
1: It is bananas to see him do that. Uh, despite seeing him do basically nothing but that. For most of my life. <laughs> yeah. How is it both things? How can it be both things? Because the charismatic enigma. Is literally the best descriptor nickname. In wrestling history. He cannot promo. He His matches are, people used to criticize Ric Flair, whoever you want. Oh, their matches are the same. Jeff Hardy, they might be the most, the matches of the same wrestler that's ever existed. He has never dipped 1% in overness. Ever. He he didn't get injured from wrestling till 2018. It took a dirt bike accident. Consider what that means, wrestling his <laughs> style. He, he, is, he is one of the biggest anomalies to ever live. He, he is the charismatic enigma.
0: He really is uh, incredible uh, man Andy Williams, the butcher cool. chucking, what do you, like how is this what what are we doing here? What are we doing dinking around with some of these other tag teams when we have this absolute stud rating at any moment to be picking people up and putting them down the stairs? Come on I was saying uh, Andy Williams, the butcher what, what are we doing dinking around with some of these tag teams that that have put on, putting on matches every week? we had this guy picking people up and throwing them down the stairs. Oh, my goodness.
1: I've never liked Private Party, but when put alongside these three, I mean, the Butcher looks like the guy on this heel team here, uh, including the Blade, who I think everybody would agree is, is, like, the more complete in-ring package. But if you had to push one of these guys, I'm going Big Butch.
0: Yeah, awesome. Uh, Private Party, I will say, I think vastly improved as to where they were um they've got a chance they got they have got the opportunity to sort of um quietly become a little more well-rounded a little more refined i think in in being out of the spotlight a little bit in the way that they have with with matt hardy
1: i will both agree that that's unquestionably true but i also just i i still don't care anymore sure like i their improvement has not made them resonate more with me. Like, they might have improved technically or whatnot, but I'm no more eager to see Private Party on TV than I was five months ago, six months ago, however long ago. But that that might just be me. Uh, but that was really more to just make the point about The Butcher anyway, who I think continues to For pop sure. off the screen For uh, sure. in these spots. Uh, this match was bananas, but AEW needs to get its camera work together. Like, the crowd is chanting Hardy while you're just watching a submission spot between Darby and the butcher it's like hardy hardy hard for seconds you're just watching this this sub like what's going and you're missing and I understand these matches are hard to shoot but this company for better or worse for me worse loves multi-man <laughs> matches they love multi-man matches they have to be yeah. better at shooting them
0: yeah so- no I think that's I think that's a fair criticism especially as we continue to sort of uh, move up in terms of what we expect from them and the and the quality we get from them
1: Zoops, is this a fair complaint? It's weird to have Matt Hardy and Sting go over Private Party if the, the idea of working with these stars is to get the younger talent over. But despite the bad camera work, the live crowd absolutely loved this match. Every spot of offense was inc- incredible reactions. And I thought the, the first match and the second match of this show did that thing we always talk about, that wrestling variety show. I had a great time watching both of these matches and for basically opposite reasons, right? So really hot start to the show for me. Loved everything going on
0: beautiful yeah uh and i just wanted it's it's, it's sort of crazy to think i had this thought during this it's like it is sort of crazy uh it is sort of crazy that like hardy boys and sting in main events pretty long ago is it was what isn't like an eye-rolling thing where you're like i I can't believe that people are watching this uh and now you're seeing it on this show and it's like that's still very exciting and uh, some incredible things. It's incredible that the goodwill and the, just the, the way this is all turned around in history.
1: Dude, old man sting is ready to go. He's done like the Terry funk, but 20 years, even later, it's like, as the more old I get, the more hardcore I get Uh respect to the stinger. Yeah. We love, we love 62 year old sting. He's amazing. <laughs> uh this is not to call out good friend Jake. I literally mean this is just funny. It's like a row of keeps, and the good friend Jake's like, ah, maybe if it goes down, like yeah, that, yeah. One, <laughs> yeah, the one person being honest in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake is the only only truth teller in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep keep keep. You guys are true, keep, keep... Oh, let's, yeah, you know, let's, let's see. We us yeah, let's... <laughs> let's see how long it goes until this thing crashes. Again. Hasn't been flawless, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But this is the sort of match that uh, can be on Dynamite any week and I think is going to be a crowd pleaser. So, very fun. Yeah. Now we go backstage to talk to FTR, who I think are turning babyface.
0: Well, yeah, Uh, I think it's going to happen whether they plan it to or not, I think. I think that's exactly what's going on for sure. uh,
1: Perhaps a double turn with CM Punk tonight, paying homage to brett and uh austin in that match any chance of that ftr goes baby face punk goes heel interesting um i love that right after a loss they give dax harwood the mic like not the next week not on rampage later on in the show hey hey this guy lost but he's a tag team specialist like that was that was an anomaly and frankly see punk this guy beats everybody and in it for, for a tag team guy this is pretty good like that Is helpful to a to a talent to stay relevant in taking losses, uh, which I really like. Uh, This just sets up next week's match against Gun Club, which I also like. That's going to get them a refresher in, Uh, you know, that's what we assume. Do you like this segment, Zoobs? You like your your guy Dax Harwood on the mic?
0: Yeah, because you're you're continuing to get touches of them sort of building up uh, a a renewed honesty to their work. Right? They're like we're taking we're, we're we're choosing an honest path here, and we're gonna say. Uh, you've seen us do some dirty stuff in the past, but we, we go out and we work our asses off and we're a hardworking tag team and we love doing it. We love being in a tag team and we, we want to be the best tag team. And that's what I think it's sort of really easy to renew that focus for them. And, and for that to be a reason, uh, for them to move up, not only in the standings, but in, in, in face popularity and sort of become that like, uh, team that's in it for the right reasons. And it's a bond and look out for each other. And they just be, you know, they've sort of, uh, turned that corner in that way.
1: And that's like, like, like so many good turns. That's not like that much of a shift, right? Yeah, it's more subtracting some parts and turning out the others. They, are, they even as bad guys are the the technicians who are who are in it for the love of the games. So maybe that's not quite right, but it, it's more of a adjustment than like a giant character shift or anything, which I like.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know they've been sort of not doing the like the old school heel bit for so long that i wonder if like they maybe maybe this is a better fit for them they've been doing this they've been doing that stick for a lot stick but like, that's sort of been their angle for a long time uh the the we're we're the nefarious tag team that runs you off and it's like man they're really they're both really good there's why not why not see if they have a a, a huge baby face running them instead
1: to- yeah, I'd be very curious to see it. And Zoobs, that actually steers me right into our first keep it or kick it of the evening. Uh, you master this, Zoobs. Of course, if you want to hear more of the Zoobs being a master broadcaster, you got to listen to my favorite f- baseball podcast that's ever been recorded. You got to go listen to Less Than Jays. Zoobs, I see you're wearing the hoodie of our team, the Toronto Blue Jays, oh, yeah. who who you talk about over there on Less Than Jays. Uh, how's the show going? Tell the people about you and Jake. You know, you're, you've relaunched. This is a big deal for people. I see the excitement i even see I, I feel some jealousy in the sure. pit of my stomach i i see wrestling brain it's okay it's kind of over here zoom shows up a half hour late for the stream that's <laughs> yeah. kind of a different it used to it used to be a priority because of the the rocket i can feel under less than jay's people are excited about it how's it been being back
0: it's great yeah it's great it's cool to have our own uh thing where we're you know we have our own patreon community where i just sort of can drop sort of anything and there's no real like we have a we have a set what we want to do and things we, we want to hit but there's also a freedom to sort of working for ourselves that has been really yeah. cool of like there is no there's no quotas to hit so um as long as we're keeping honest to ourselves we can put up put up anything we want there's sort of no real rules to what we put where and uh so, some awesome the patreon people have been amazing uh people sign up for patreon before you even launch it uh, really awesome and tons of fun. So, uh, I'm having a great Love time. That. It's going to be a fun season. I'm looking forward to looking forward to talking about the regular season. I'm, I'm already so hyped. I got I've already put we have five things on the Instagram and it's been open for uh, a week and it's open for 8 days or pardon me the Instagram. The uh, Patreon has five things on it and it's been moving up for 8 days. So, we're off to off to a great start. Should try to shill too much. tried to shill too much there
1: too much shielding
0: shilling shilling shielding. Oh, shilling shilling shielding no no too, yeah. too, too much hard sell people the stream was like uh
1: oh, yeah people people only want so much. i mean i set you up for a nice plug there's no doubt about it and then the the stream sort of took matters into its own hands it said "Hey, okay but but seriously zooms i'm glad less than jay's is back i see the fervency go check it out if you're here and uh any sort of mlb thing yeah but zooms like i teased this is going to get us into our first keep it or kick it of the evening. Of course, you know what keep it or kick it is, Zoos, but I'll let the brainiacs in the chat know if they're here for the first time. It's where I, Mr. 50K, Josh Tristody, I'm going to find a prompt from the wrestling world. I'm going to throw it your direction, and you must go over to your emotes bar, and you can choose between the emotes for keep or kick. Keep, of course, meaning you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, and kick meaning you hate it, you despise it, you never want to see it again. Zoobs, are you ready? For tonight's first, keep it or kick
0: it. I got it. Ready to go.
1: ROH is back. Yes. They are putting on their first pay-per-view Super Card of Honor in a couple Fridays at the same time of AEW Rampage. I think Tony Khan's put out some pretty interesting statements about running a a TV show and a pay-per-view on the same night, which I'm excited to see exactly how he uh, pulls that off. But there's been a match announced for Ring of Honor that I'm quite excited to see. It's the Briscoe Brothers versus FTR for the ROH Tag Team Champions. Titles, I should say. So Zoops, I want to ask you a simple prompt. Keep it or kick it.
0: I'm just fucking with you.
1: Keep it or (laughs) kick it.
0: I was like, come on.
1: (laughs) FTR winning the Ring of Honor (laughs) Tag Team titles at Supercard of Honor.
0: That's a keep. I, I think if you want to uh, if you want to get that show uh, sort of interesting and, and have that be the beginning of that new story that you're telling over there, I think it makes a ton of sense. I think it makes a ton of sense. They go there to, to renew their focus and to and to be the team that they've been saying they want to be. I think that's a good idea.
1: Makes sense from a babyface turn perspective, scoring up against the Briscoes, and they fit in spiritually in what I think Ring of Honor is going to be quite well. I think All as right. babyfaces, they will be evocative of this uh, pure style of wrestling. Uh,
0: how was your how's your temperature check on on the looming ROH? How are you feeling?
1: It's a good question. Zeus.
0: Percolating? Are you percolating?
1: Yeah, I guess I am. It's hard to know because we have limited info. We know what some Supercard of Honor looks like, and it looks like a good j- card. And Tony Khan has confirmed that there is going to be weekly programming down the road. Uh, and I'm almost excited to see what my relationship to that show becomes. Uh, I'm a very long-term Ring of Honor fan, but I have never been somebody who has watched the weekly Ring of Honor offering when they were on Sinclair, when they have like the highlight show. I've never been to any of that. I've always been a pay-per-view to pay-per-view guy or back in the day, a six months later dvd guy or a year later dvd guy whatever it was so i'm kind of interested to see i feel like i am sort of evocative of a lot of the people that they are going to need to aim for i i am ready to watch a weekly one hour ring of honor show i'm hoping that it's something that's going to be worth watching does that answer your question is that a decent temperature?
0: absolutely absolutely
1: how about yourself I'm
0: optimistic that it's going to be a good show. So i sort of the more I the more I think about it and how much they seem to have people involved that want to make it a success and understand uh, what Ring of Honor was both to them and to a lot of people that you're sort
1: of describing. I think I think it has a shot at succeeding. Day of the week is going to be really important to me in terms of my relationship to of Honor, or I'll just say time slot in general is yeah. going to be important uh, to my relationship of Ring of Honor. I'll tell you something. If they went live against Monday Night Raw with it, I would watch. Oh wow. One wow. hour against the opening of Raw. You
0: That's give them Brian
1: Danielson, Joey Samoe, some of the some of the big dogs. FDR. Let's some fun. Damn. Damn.
0: Look at you. Brain Dream it. Brain geniusing it.
1: Of course, yeah. I, I have to I, say that. I, they can't I
0: absolutely their fucking... I, Listen, I'm with you. I'm not it's not like I'm it's not like it's not like I. It's not like I'm sitting here saying I would watch it over Raw. I'm obviously not yeah. watching Raw. It's well, like my Monday you, is not Wrestling Night.
1: Well, you don't miss. You don't miss a chance to to see uh, Seth freaking Rollins in action. Yeah. You're always texting <laughs> me. Hey, did you catch the freaking one on Monday yeah. Or MNR? <laughs> the
0: man's so good they called him freaking. <laughs>
1: no, a, if that was my nickname, I'd never remind anyone. You know?
0: Why would you? How could you? Absolutely.
1: Um. They, they, please, please don't do a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night. Right. That, that's what I'm asking. Right. I, I'm putting that into the, you know, you could even maybe sell me to Sunday, but that, that's mine and Haley's time,
0: you know? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely.
1: Uh, but you could sort of, I she would be into watching it too. So you could sort of sell me into that, but ideally Monday or Thursday.
0: Sunday's that's, tough, man. Sunday's primetime television night. You, you, something gets, something gets the main screen Sunday night. And then ROH can be a tough sell. And that's what.
1: Well, hang on. What, what if they, what if they have Davey Richards? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think of that, did you?
0: Oops? Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Looks like the chat is mostly keeps.
0: Yeah,
1: Eric Hartman wishing that they uh keep the, or they do not fire the ring of honor LinkedIn guy. Uh, Eric, uh, a member of my Discord, and he he posts some great ring of honor updates in there. Ring of honor active on LinkedIn.
0: That's uh, we uh, I've in on that with Eric, uh, it's the it's the best way to get to do your wrestling news is is do it through LinkedIn. It's a it's a great.
1: <laughs> now, you're just sort of a big LinkedIn guy in general, aren't you?
0: Sickeningly, I'm bigger than I wish that I could tell you. I, I love that you you're throwing <laughs> at me and I'll joke it and be like zero minutes of my life. It's like that is not true at all, actually.
1: <laughs> so I don't you Mr. Link.
0: Yeah, I, I'm ahead of I'm ahead of my some several peers in my field at LinkedIn. How about that?
1: They're not linked out, and this is further proof of that. Zoops, JR reminds us before we head to commercial that number three, Jay Lethal, is up against Adam Cole in singles action tonight. You know I sort of like to poke fun and then sort of do a victory lap about how pro wrestling rankings can't work by the nature of how pro wrestling works and uh, that they've never worked. People seem to think AEW invented them, uh, Evolve failed with this beyond. Feds have tried rankings before, and they always end up dropping them. Because you end up in situations like Jay Lethal. Zooms, if I ask you, who are the toughest guys in AEW in the singles <laughs> men's division? Who, who are some of the names that come to you? You got the the champ, Hangman Page, right?
0: Yeah, Hangman's on a pretty good run. Uh, punk Danielson. Danielson's Uncle been punk. good. Punk's been good. Uh, John
1: Moxley, a tough guy, always Mox, sort of floating yeah. in that space.
0: Yeah.
1: Omega on return, you'd have to sure, say, Sure, Kenny's right? hurt,
0: but yeah, when he comes back.
1: Even, even if you want to throw a TNT title in there you know you you have you could have okay mid-card champion is there um you you wouldn't think jay lethal was top three would you
0: (laughs) unreal (laughs) unbelievable
1: has he wrestled on dynamite or rampage recently
0: yeah right when uh, i remember him coming in to take on sammy and that's the most reason there's a guy that so there's a guy that if, it, if that's, if ROH has become like, oh, we're back to the Jay Lethal title hunt, uh, that'll be sort of me not doing the ROH tune-in that I just talked about.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jay Lethal isn't getting you to change the channel to there. Yes. Um, I, We'll get to that match later. I just thought it was, it absolutely hit my ears. So it's like, Jay Lethal is the number Third, three single-spend manager in this company?
0: <laughs> number three ranked Jay Lethal. Holy. How
1: how could you rank him over MJF who just went one in one with Punk?
0: Volume, volume. It's is volume. What?
1: I haven't seen this guy beat anybody. <laughs> if you Zeus put me on the spot, ask me to name a Jay Lethal win in all Elite wrestling. Go ahead, ask me.
0: Man, yeah, name a Jay Lethal win. I can't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is the this is the
0: issue. I think the issue here is with is with the idea of like having lore and having canon and not canon right right? is is you make uh dark and dark elevation part of everything is even in the whole world and you sort of you sort of you strip away the the hierarchy of what we know to be true about professional wrestling
1: and that's exactly why it's sort of at odds with itself right But, but even beyond that there's a way they could do this that i would feel better about it Jay Lethal's on some win streak here on AW Dark. You know, this guy's gone 10-0 on A.W. Dark. This weekend, this guy's getting the chance at a guy in the top 10. Let's see if Jay Lethal, when, right. the, when the lights are on, when the pressure's here on the big stage, A.W. Dynamite. He he can rack up wins against nobody's on Dark, but let's see him on the big dark on the big stage against a ranked opponent. And then you give Jay Lethal a win and you go, Oh, okay, I see how you can rank this guy. But you can't have them beat only unranked opponents, and then rank them top three. That isn't that isn't how rankings work.
0: I think you. I'm i think sorry. I think you laid it out there though in a in a, a reasonable way to have it work is is like being in a, being in a certain ranking top ten, for, if you will, like gets you on dynamite in the first place. Like that's
1: something like that.
0: Yeah, almost like a, almost if like a promotion of relegation the meanings- between the shows.
1: The- And by not doing it, Zoobs, you're not even weaponizing the best thing about the rankings, which is adding stakes to a nothing match. Right. It's like, wow, so-and-so's on the fringe of the top 10, like a loss to somebody outranked right now could drop. They could do a switcheroo. You know, Jay Lethal could leapfrog here. Then you give Jay Lethal like a big win over number 10. It's like, wow, what a statement win to enter this upper echelon. If that's top 15, whatever it is. It can't be people I've never heard of in fights I've never seen. And then he's top three. It just, it doesn't make any sense.
0: You you made this same point, I think, with the tag team rankings earlier this week. And it was the same thing.
1: I, I tweeted it out. How, sorry, so we promised not to say that anymore, but I did. <laughs> you, how, you can't tell me John Silver and Alex Reynolds are the number one ranked tag team. You, can't, you cannot tell me that because I watched the show. And I talk about it on here. I got a book <laughs> full of nothing but notes about this shit. You can't fool me. You can't tell me John Hungry and his pal, or all due respect, are the number one tag team in, in the company. You can't. You can't not do it. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm tuned in.
0: Yeah. People think, guy, people think because you're so animated that it's not – like you know calculated and and th- there isn't the evidence there but
1: i gotta got, bring it i gotta be more like don morocco i have to bring it down to you got the homework you got,
0: you got the homework done you got you got the you got the you got the book right there
1: speaking of doing the homework eric hartman has put into our chat jay's uh win streak here in AEW. i'm just gonna read these names aloud for the podcast listeners because i think this is very enlightening to what you're saying here, here's the wins that got him to his number three ranking a bunch of zooms favorite wrestlers and <laughs> yeah. Merrick Donovan, Serpentico, JD Drake, Jora Joel, The Wingman oh, Joel. in an Eight Man, <laughs> Casey Joel. Carrington, Alexander Moss, Chris Steeler, Jaden Vallow, Troy Hollywood, and Trenton Storm. So, if it was in a police lineup, how many of those guys could you point out? Three, three four, five, something like that?
0: I, okay, I know JD Drake is in the work horseman.
1: Serpentico, of course. Serpentico has oh, a know, mask. You know Serpentico is, yeah.
0: Josh is confident and didn't make any of those up. So you made up, you made up, some of them. You did, you know, he didn't. Wow. Well, uh, I think I know one of the wingmen. I think I know Benoni. And isn't, yeah, Caesar Benoni is in. You know that guy. Yeah. Hollywood Ryan Nemeth. Yep, yeah, he's in the wingmen. Yeah, so there you go. But I mean, so, but
1: but even if you're aware of them, these are not people that you, <laughs> yeah. even if you squash those guys, he couldn't get to number three. If you Goldberg run him through those people, he's not at number three. Right. Yeah, and yet here we are the road to the title goes through jd drake (laughs) what all due respect to a fellow gray-haired king by the way to jd Drake. yeah yeah no i I think you
0: i think you've laid it out i think you've laid it out pretty perfectly there with that yeah thank you eric for doing the homework
1: yeah yeah thank you eric that was great mox and brian the blackpool combat club zoobs out here to take on the varsity blondes uh Julia Hart, they're making a big point about this Malachi. She did a lot of focus on her early in this match. That turn has to be coming. Box uh, and Brian. <laughs> How many weeks ago did, that, <laughs> did, they, did they do that? Was I they did they was going to happen on every show. Eventually, I'm going to do that. I told you it was going to happen.
0: Was that before Christmas?
1: We gotta, Julia. Let's. It might be <laughs> right around New Year's. I feel like, yeah, in in that zone. It's spring. It's spring. <laughs> it's, yes, they're turning. <laughs> solstice is coming, gone, Jules. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, the poison
0: can't be that effective. You, you've had a whole like your your cells have regenerated in your body.
1: Yeah, even still having the eye patch on is uh, you gotta go. To, you gotta go to your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, because you know Brian. You know, just to get off
0: this but like Pac was, was blind way, had, a, had a way worse and he's
1: he's fine now you would think the blindness way worse than just some little uh, I think Taz called it spew in the eye Yeah. so uh, thank you to the human suplex machine Mox and Brian wrestling like a quick tag a quick tag tag team which I love like a very focused on we trust each other give each other rests in and out uh, I wonder if it's fun to be Brian Danielson he reminds me of uh I don't know if anyone else will remember this, but I'll use two examples here. Sorry, I'm speaking before I'm speaking. Vader and Samoa Joe are two people who come to my mind that in their prime, uh, people speak back on that era. They're like, you would not believe how hard this guy clobbered me. Like Leon's a great guy. Joe's a great guy. But when we went in to fight like, he clobbered me like it looked good <laughs> because he, I would be dazed in the corner. I would be like, "Slow down, Leon." Like, okay, and he would hit me. You got to hear. There's got to be a clip out there somewhere. Mick Foley talking about uh Leon White, aka Vader's punches like from WWF Japan everywhere. WCW. It's like this guy just could not pull a punch for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> I feel a little of that in Brian Danielson. Like he's taking <laughs> license where it's just like, if I'm just gonna be the fucking kick their heads off guy. I'm going to boot these youths. Like he's got uh, Brian Pillman <laughs> in the corner. It's like he's like, kicking the shit out of this kid. Like Minoru Suzuki Dojo style beat him up. I wonder if it's fun to beat Brian Danielson here.
0: Yeah. Mox is getting his licks in too. Mox is just like, just like no clubbing doubt. these guys in the back and like smacking them around. I love that they didn't, uh, they didn't do the, like one of the Hollywood, one of the Hollywood blondes does the step up and Regal smacks him down. It's like n- neither you guys are. No
1: not not necessary yeah not necessary
0: not love you have to love blackpool combat Combat club you simply have
1: to well and let's talk about the road to get there as this match ends with a mox Bryan victory which i think was never in doubt but i actually enjoyed the match quite a bit uh i don't know why it why you'd have griff garrison do one of the greatest splashes to the corner that uh, that i've seen in a minute that guy got up 100 feet in the air and jumped to the corner Uh, if only we wouldn't have seen sting do it as his signature move three (laughs) times in the last segment (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> Wait, let this kid go on later do something we just like it was the comeback spot in the match i forget who this but somebody dodges and sting goes into the corner one of the private party guys and that like starts their their cooldown and they have more garrison his big comeback spot the next match it's not even like sting did a splash it's like he is sting doing the stinger splash <laughs> he's literally sting like the guy who <laughs> does that move did it four minutes ago in like a pivotal spot in the mat he did it twice to connect and the commentary said oh he, he went to the win well too many times as he jumped into the turd by poor griff garrison his whole comeback space around this minutes later. Like, come <laughs> on <laughs> but they get the win anyway and uh i love the choice regal can talk brian can talk but can they talk like big fucking mock suits They just let this man get on the mic who explains he's a lucky man. He doesn't care about the opinion of any other man besides this guy, William Regal, who he refers to as his lordship. It is very clear that he and Brian are meant to hold this guy in the absolute echelon of esteem. You see this in jujitsu a lot where they'll almost create like cult-like communities around the master of the dojo where it's like it takes on this ethereal, he can do no wrong, he is my master relationship. And I think that they're sort of tapping into that here uh, I like everything he's saying. He call he calls Brian Danielson the perfect wrestler, as did William Regal last week. I think that's a great nickname, frankly, for Brian Danielson, the perfect wrestler. I think that's something he should run with. And he formally declares that they are the Blackpool Combat Club. Zeus, what did you think of this promo? What did you think of the name?
0: We we called this very thing the post the Mox Cam. We, we called it. We basically like coined this a couple weeks ago. And he, getting him in his element in his promo. I love the that's sort of where he's at his best, right? The seething, sweating, uh, pacing. John Moxley is the one that is most evocative of the guy that we think has had the biggest connection. So I'm always into that. I'm always happy when that's sort of where he gets it handed off to him. Gotta love the name Blackpool Combat Club is like. You see so many tag teams and factions with bad names, and then very, very simply, absolutely nailed. Uh, I, I, I'm really into, I'm really into this. I'm really into the story. I'm really into the use of these guys, and think it's a helpful rehabilitation and a helpful way back in for Mox from where, from the from where he was when he left, and sort of his the pecking order in this company yeah. and the time that he has to sort of. Um, get himself on a trajectory and get something momentum behind him. I think Uh, I'm glad we we talked before their match at revolution. Not totally sure where, where exactly this was going to go. And I'm glad this is the direction that it's going, that, that it's like um, they're just, it's not, they're not even doing like the, they're going to do Do they can they, can they coexist? Like they're going to coexist as a highly functional unit. Very like basically immediately um, with, with good direction, I think is, uh, a good a good way for it to go, and I think you you can see this being a, a pretty big part of the summer for, for what they're doing story wise.
1: A collision course with the Appro- Appreciation Society too, who are hunting pro wrestlers. These guys are becoming the embodiment of it. You got to think that feud will be an absolute ride in the future. Uh, zooms true or false? The zooms would buy a good bootleg. <laughs> black bull combat club shirt true or false Zeus? because i yeah, you know, would have to, likes be, to buy a t-shirt
0: would have to be pretty good i i was that's sort of funny i'm not the kind of guy who likes to buy a t-shirt you, you i was just remarking the other day that like my desire to buy any clothing has evaporated i go you yeah. go i go to these stores and i feel i feel nothing i feel i feel no urge to pick up anything on any shelf it's it's wild The
1: Zoom's just finished watching fight club i guess is, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know the possessions possess you Zoom. that's what i'm, I'm, I'm saying I bought two
0: pairs of jeans recently and i'm in i'm in a hog heaven yeah
1: yeah two pairs is nice yeah i've been wearing them for years absolutely like, all right, right. these are the two pairs of jeans i got
0: my other t- i, I had, love that move i had two pairs previously and the the knee blew out of one of them like beyond impossibly bad and then the other one the, the zipper Basically broke right off. You know, jeans get to disintegrate on you eventually. So replaced those with two others, and now it's just back to start.
1: See you in a few years. The insides of my thighs. That's where the jeans go for me. Sure. Uh, Zoob's good friend Jake here with kind of a fun question. What would you think of Claudio's entry to AEW being alongside these fellas in the, the Blackpool Combat Club? Well, I always
0: love to add a big, strong, heavy guy. Um, it, it seems like he would come in and be a, a singles thing. Because, uh, you know, they're already the highly functional tag team. and He doesn't need to come in and be a tag, uh, but allow them to be a trios thing and allow him to come in and sort of have some success. But I also uh, I, I would like it, obviously, because he's, a, he's one of my favorite wrestlers. And this is two of my favorite wrestlers with one of my favorite talkers uh, building a stable around a thing that I like innately. Uh, so I would like it in that way. I would I, I don't know if it's the best use for Claudio, but maybe it is. Hmm. Maybe it is. What do you think?
1: I don't, I don't really like it, Um, but not, I think it's a really fun question and I liked thinking about it, um, yeah. but no, I, I don't, first of all, I, I don't like trios matches more than I like tag matches. And I don't want like the force. I like Brian Danielson and John Moxley wrestling in tag matches on television. And I know that this company will just have those guys in weird stitched on six mans on TV with Cesaro. And of course those matches would be good, but you're ultimately seeing less of the guy. I, and I, I kind of just want to cut the shit with Cesaro. Like, I, I don't think he needs a manager. I don't think he needs a faction. I think he needs to wrestle the most jack dudes on the roster and pick them up over his head and then go have a five-star classic with whoever's holding the top title at the time. Like, that that's what I would like to see done with Claudia. Spiritually, he fits in alongside these guys, but it just... I, I don't want this act... This act feels like the... To bring up the you the, the, the Yudas... Claudio can just go be like generationally good at wrestling. It's it's easy, yeah. So that that's what I do. But Regal as a standalone manager for him is maybe a little interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it is. A, it's a great question because it is. It, they are tonally aligned, and and as you said, uh, easy to, easy to see it working out. It's an easy thing to see to see working out. Uh, so we'll see. We have a we'll raid the friendo Club in the house friendos are here been a hot minute great Great,
1: steven larson wow to
0: see the friendos just just we were just asked if we think you'd like to see claudio castagnoli join the blackpool combat club we were we were torn on it we'd love to get your opinion
1: yeah to the friendos who of course is a community we love and respect because steven larson are a, a wonderful source of inspiration for us and two guys who are great at what they do and uh very generous with their audience and advice and we appreciate it if uh, you happen to be here for the first time from the friendos, listen, don't don't be shy hitting that follow button. We're, of course, on the road to 2,000 <laughs> Brainiacs. If you want to go over there and click that, it would, of course, make our nights. But we'd also love to hear from you. Should Claudio join the Blackpool Combat Club?
0: Daniels, Dan, Dan Daniels the third saying Samoa Joe over Claudio. Uh, Team Money Belvedere saying Claudio and Joe. Yeah, the Joe
1: Regal dynamic is interesting, right? I don't know. I, I want Joe in on Destination Ring of Honor. So I'm, I'm putting a pin in that moving it over there. That's, I, want, I want Joey Samoe reclaiming in the, the title that he held for longer than anyone else. Uh,
0: thank you, Raw is Cody for following. <laughs> Raw is Cody. <laughs> you're going you're to get your wish.
1: If you had that username like a True year ago, up. you are a genius. <laughs> Claudio and Kingston. What do you think of Kingston in the... That's that's an interesting one.
0: No, Eddie's Eddie is his own little rocket ship right now. Eddie needs to... Eddie's thing has got to be Eddie believing in Eddie. Uh, People can come to his rescue, and and he's hanging out with Proud and Powerful, too, is he not?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Proud and Powerful pairing more, too, when I sort of think about that. Raw is Cody saying, Steven Larson said yes to Joe, no to Claudio, because I think Claudio can't promo, and everyone else in the group. See, this is why... This is why Steven Larson gets some brains in the chat from me. That's a great point. When they're trading the mic around, Regal, Mox, Brian, you really don't need Claudio exposed in that way because not only is he, I think he's not a great promo, but you're in there with three. I mean, is Brian an elite level promo? Maybe fringing on it, but certainly Regal and Mox are, are elite level promos. I think that's a great point made by Steven Larson.
0: That's why, they're, that's why they are who they are.
1: The gods of this shit. Let's get on here, Zoobs, uh, to the next part. Do we want to play a little merch match or do we want to keep going on Dynamite? Let's uh, let's say merch match for for a
0: a bidding. We have to be (laughs) I want to get the review of the show in and make sure that that
1: works. (laughs) And I'm extremely excited to talk about this next segment. MJF is out with Sean Spears and has a line of security in front of the ring facing the ramp, presumably to protect from Wardlow or any threat as he is MJF, he gets on the mic and he talks shit about Wardlow. And now we can't even beat Scorpio Sky. I released you from your contract. I said, if you win that TNT title, you can keep it. You couldn't even get past Scorpio Sky, which I think resonates with people on this channel a little bit. It's like, wow, that is a really good way to sink Wardlow. He could not beat Scorpio Sky. And then he shifts direction. And I love, there's not a ton of guys who can do this, right? Who can, uh, okay, I'm talking about Wardlow. And now I want to talk to CM Punk. And he looks into the cam- uh, camera. CM Punk chants start to emit from the crowd. And he promises that they're going to meet again. He claims that che- CM Punk cheated to win, something MJF, of course, would never do. Uh, and he promises the next time they meet to give CM Punk the most embarrassing loss of his career. Now, I thought that was an interesting word choice here, Zoobs. Embarrassing. What sort of match does an embarrassing Loss bring to mind. I couldn't really think of anything. i would be curious to know if the chat could think of anything. Where is this leading? What is the inevitable embarrassment match between CM Punk and MJF? I think it'll be
0: something like, it'll be something like he'll find a way. He'll find a way for to to foil like Punk winning the title. Right? Like sure. The next time I'm involved with you is, is it'll, I, I will I will get one over to on you in a, in a way that gets me the title or. Or like trick you into accepting something that hair versus hair. <laughs> That's,
1: That's what I said in my Discord yeah. was a hair versus hair match, maybe where you know he shaves Punk's head at the end and that would sort of evoke the eventual heel turn. I can see something like that happening. Uh yeah, brawn panties, maybe?
0: Uh help. equally
1: embarrassing guys.
0: mimosa mayhem. Uh good some good some good questions.
1: I'd like to shout out MJF for using one of my favorite Yiddish words here. Uh, one that Howard Stern loves to use all the time. In lieu of fake, he calls uh Wardlow's career fakakta, Uh One that Howard <laughs> Stern uses all the time. And I absolutely love your fakakta deal, but you signed a deal with the devil Wardlow, who he now refers to as piggy. Uh, A Jesus chant breaks out in the crowd for a guy who's dressed like Jesus in the crowd. That is all the info I could figure out about this. By uh, I assume he did like a dance or something because the crowd was looking in that direction. Right. Sure. Well, if Jesus Jesus was
0: there, but he's a he's pretty popular guy.
1: He used to be. Is Jesus that
0: over? Jesus is pretty over.
1: I feel like the Q rating for Jesus has been on the decline for him.
0: Yeah, but you can go to any town and and draw draw a crowd. Yeah, exactly right. They know him. Is that true, though? He's
1: 0-2 against the McMahons. That's, well, that's... Lost to Shane and Vince.
0: That's his dad, I thought.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's that's a very good point. Nonetheless, if this isn't sacrilegious enough for you, how's this? Uh, MJF responds to this chant and says, I'm going to strap Wardlow to a cross like J- jesus
0: yeah too soon
1: <laughs> that's what i this was me when i heard that now i like too, when i pushes too soon the line, for the record and too frankly soon. i'm not i'm not sanctimonious <laughs> about any of this like this doesn't mean much to me except that i recognize how much it probably means to say that in texas right right that's
0: true <laughs> that's true
1: Roscoe, asking does this confirm mgf versus jesus i think down the road maybe
0: yeah yeah i would expect that to be Similar to the Trials of Jericho, I expect.
1: I would agree. <laughs> uh, I love this promo, Zoobs. As always, MJF is reliable in these segments in a way that few in the company are. I still don't think he peaks as much as a Kingston or a Punk in terms of the... Like, MJFs can be a little rout and repetitive, but it still always works for me. And he's so fresh on these shows, and he stands out as, like, a different style of actor. I'm always into it, and I thought that uh, him and Spears are a fun act out here and getting the exact result that they're looking for. There's like felt genuinely dastardly to me what he's done to Wardlow here, calling him piggy and saying, "You're basically my slave, you work for me and not AAW. Like I'm eager for Wardlow to kick his ass.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it continues to serve as we talked about this, this the, the continued punk program and the MJF program has, has continued to be in service of Wardlow.
1: It, which, again, is something we both, I think, really like about it, that if you're going to have this months and weeks span or weeks and months, I should say, spanning feud between two guys, you have to make it meaty and to have it in service of another thing is all that much better. So credit to everybody involved. And again, I genuinely I wrote dastardly down twice here. Like, I genuinely felt like, <laughs> it's like, wow, this guy is being a fucking prick. Like, holy moly.
0: That's him. That's
1: a JF. <laughs> He's not an especially nice guy. I agree with that. The best friends and Wheeler Uda are backstage zooms. Trent is mad at Wheeler. He said, these guys trained you. I never liked you. He's referring to uh, Chuck and Orange. He said, these guys trained you. I never liked you, but this is how you repay these guys. You want to go join the, the, the wrestler, or really the insulting term towards uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. Or oh, no, sorry, he calls them the William Regal Tough Guy Club, which I thought was <laughs> a, a very funny diminutive <laughs> thing here. Uh, I thought, I didn't know, I'm not saying this was an incredible Wheeler Uda promo or anything, but I thought he was maybe meeker and worse than he was. Did we see him sort of be listless in a promo, Or am I just totally making this up? Because I thought he kind of came across good and stern and sort of spiritually might, what you might want to see over in the Blackpool Combat Club. I'd love to see this guy go Young Lion style, put on some black trunks, black boots, and go hang out with those guys for a bit. And I thought Trent was good too here.
0: Yeah, I thought it was. It's it's a marked difference since the interaction, right, is, is the important is sort of the important note is is he's he is changing whether I don't know that he ever had uh a promo that I remember before this but um it's, it's, it's a drastic change in in the way that he cover those things so I, I like the I like the exposition I like the I like the yeah. on-screen showing of a relationship change I think that's important uh the regardless of the size of the impact that it may make or the the matches that it ma- does or doesn't make down the road uh, I think it's important to sort of fill in those gaps in the in the stories and sort of continue to show fallout from things that happen week to week and in the ring and and you know these these little events have middles and ends to them.
1: Absolutely agree. Uh and it is genuinely nice to be rewarded in those ways. Uh wrestling doesn't always give us that. Adam Cole and Jay Lethal is up next. Now Zubs it needs to be set out the gate. I don't think either of these guys are our favorite wrestlers. I would say we like both these guys less. I don't know about Jay Lethal, but we definitely like Adam Cole less than our chat does. Uh, and I wouldn't say either of us are big Jay Lethal guys. I would say, uh, most, said, I would say I'm
0: yeah, not a Jay Lethal guy I, very much at all.
1: Well, you would have not fit in in Texas tonight, as neither would I. This match was so over. Oh my God. I, I was blown away at how into this match this crowd was. I thought this was a good match. The crowd was hanging on every hook here uh the split you know adam cole again in question his value as a heel is they're basically 50 50 let's go cole let's go lethal adam cole it's a split crowd but boy crowd was in on this match i was genuinely surprised
0: yeah but the roh the heritage cart coursing yeah, through their true. <laughs> coursing through their veins uh yeah Listen the the uh, gripes about it being third overall ranked guy and everything, uh, and our and our and our continued gripe. I mean, Cole does it again tonight. He says, "Come out and face the three of us, uh, you coward! Come come do three on one, you coward!" Like it, it's not it's not it's difference between like oh he's a heel and he's riling you up and just like you you shouldn't have this opportunity. You you shouldn't be getting the opportunity to 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 be in this spot if you immediately lost like that.
1: Assumes, but also the champ shouldn't care. Like, right. why would the wolves concern themselves with the opinion of sheep? You kick this guy's ass. Like, it's over. This is Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington this week. Jorge, the fight happened, brother. It's it's over. You 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 lost. Like, it's it's the I I don't know. It's so anyway. Let's the match is I thought good and very over. Split between the two. Red Dragon comes down. Eventually, of course, Adam Cole does get the win, which I think we all expected. But uh, yeah, crowd very into this. Uh. yeah that texas crowd
0: texas crowd loves wrestling texas austin texas as well uh you, you're still there
1: yeah i'm still here oh yeah All right, good yeah hot texas uh, crowd it's, everything is bigger in texas as well josh well i just watched an episode of american pickers last night featuring the guy <sighs> who was big tex you know the the giant machine yeah, 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 at yeah. the fair he was the voice of that. He was big tech. So I'm a really interesting guy. So yeah, I'm with you. Um, got it. gotta be said. And let me apologize to my discord members. Cause it seems like my pal, Eric Hartman there in the chat and I are the only people on earth who don't think that this Hangman thing is bad at all. I don't understand why the champion is only reacting, uh, be it out there to save dork order or to, to, if Adam Cole's calling him out, this guy is the top dog. This is your number. This is the head of household in AEW. Um, Let's give him something meatier and let's make somebody coming at him because it doesn't make sense to have him getting pissed off by a guy who's assy kick. Yeah, not, think, that yeah. wouldn't make sense for anyone, much less the champion.
0: I think I think you're right about uh, he's. You know, Hangman should be seeking a challenge. So should be he should he should have a direction he wants to go with his title defense. Who does he want? Who does he want to face? What does he want to do? Uh, he sort of lost some of that in in this run with him.
1: And don't misread what Zoobs and I are saying. As Hangman is not good, Hangman. In ring, promo wise, has delivered in every single moment he's been given. I'm saying the way he's been promoted leaves some to be desired. Uh, He does not feel like the focal point on the show, which the main event champion should. I think people complain about this in CM Punk's career when he was champion over in New York all the time, but they they refuse to see it in Hangman, where it's like, oh, this this guy's just got he's just in these feuds and they're throwaway and they're in the middle of the show. It's like maybe that's just me.
0: Maybe it is but I, I see exactly where you're coming from. Thank you, brother.
1: You and I, the two brain synergy. Same wavelength. Of course, man. Zoops, if you are hanging around in the chat, you're just watching the show and enjoying it, I would love to encourage you to drop a follow. It's very easy to do. We are looking to grow and grow and grow. This baby of ours wrestling brain means a ton to us. Uh, if you are following and you want to consider a subscribe, we'd love it. It's very easy to do with Prime. If you listen consider this, if you're subscribed, if you have Amazon Prime, you're giving all your money to Jeff Bezos. Instead, you can give a little slice of that money to your boys, J Zero and the Zoobs here. Maybe you'll feel, you'll sleep great at night. You'll be like, oh, those guys. Love those guys compared to, even if you don't love us, you have to like us more. Than comparatively,
0: comparatively, you have to say.
1: I know Zoobs is, is, uh, we've cost, polarizing. You,
0: we've cost you less. We've cost you less at the very least. And, and, and our net imprint on the world probably better. We And in some ways delivered you more. I mean, for your, for your, for your per, I would say so, frankly.
1: quite frankly you know being asked i i appreciate it we get a dustin rhodes promo on lance archer backstage uh i'm down for this this seems like a, a fun match yeah, yeah. I mean, my I,
0: I, my my tank isn't especially full for uh, for the Dustin Rhodes. I know he's a legend that a lot of people like, and we've we've been very complimentary of some of the other legends and and the work that Sting has done. And he's done good work in the in the company. But um, I can think of some things I I would prefer to see over Archer and and uh, Dustin. But he is a listen. He's an over-deliverer and a guy who puts everything into everything he is handed. So um, I'm sure yeah. it will. I'm sure it will be an entertaining like 15 minutes of my life.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like Dustin Rhodes has let us down in this spot yet, frankly. Yeah. He's had matches that are I would say, I don't even know if you can say exceeds expectations at this point cuz we generally like them, but I don't get hyped about a Dustin Rhodes match and then afterwards I'm like, "You know what? This guy, especially with big guys, like he gets it done." Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, it is a good match in terms of uh their, their their styles and sizes, I think that should I think should make um should make sense.
1: Eric Hartman saying, "Adrenaline in my soul." He's the best remaining Rhodes. He's always been the best in ring Rhodes, including uh, uh, his brother, Cody. And I think that's it. I think those are the only two Rhodes. Well, no, come on. This, the whole family of Brandy also wrestled. Right, so you're
0: including Brandy in this. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I would well, I would what's your, what's say. Well, What's your last, you know, it's your Brandy
1: Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. No, Zoops. Me a couple, you're right. There's, there's, <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have to include Brandy in it. Uh, the mom never wrestled, did you? Don't think so. It would have been
0: part of the gimmick, you would think. So, yeah. yeah,
1: so Dustin Best in ring roads.
0: The natural, yeah, absolutely.
1: The natural, that's right. Uh, oh boy, Zoops. I, I kind of forgot about this. I kind of forgot about this one. Always a bad uh, sign. Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti are in the ring. Not our guy, Sammy. No. Uh, confusing as they seem to sort of be steering into the off-screen relationship. We know you hate this thing, but then Sammy's also being a baby face and they're feuding with Dan Lambert. And and Paige VanZant uh, eventually, who are who are decidedly heel. I didn't really think much of this promo. I, I understand the value of these two as an act that are going to be despised on the show, but do it after Tay is done feuding with people who are who are loathsome as well. Uh, it Sammy sometimes reminds me of like the
0: cutscenes in the WWE like 2K video games. Where it's like the, the, <laughs> yeah. the words written for him are, are like, I do everything for the fans, and I am out here because of you, and I work hard and do the spots and put on a great show because I love because of you guys. Give me the energy. It, it never seems like that's I what hate, he, by the
1: way. But, yes, it's like I'm so crazy. You guys will love me. You'll see me jump off something high. You'll love me. It's like we're we're in competition for the title. It's like that's what we're doing here.
0: Yeah. So um, I, I, that, that's never I agree. With, I'm with you. That's never been my sort of cup of tea as, as sort of like rationale for what for chasing the for the things you're doing and, and the title. And and uh, yeah, we're going to go out and have
1: the best match.
0: I expect them. <laughs> I, I do expect them to lean into this further and further and, and for them to sort of get to turn to, to, you know, turn fully into uh, into a heel couple that we're sick of seeing.
1: Let's re-asking. Brandy did so much good backstage with charity and stuff. Why be a heel? Well, because I am not backstage and I see the on-screen product where she was a low point every time. Right. That's but I I appreciate the charity, no question. Uh, but asking a a viewer to be like Well, hang on a second. What about the other stuff? It's like I'm I'm just talking about the product. Like that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah, this is the this is the this is the guy you're shit talking by the way. Photo with the guy's wife and kids. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. I don't live in his house, so it doesn't really matter. I bet tons
1: of people I don't like on this show do charity. I I would I would guarantee. Doesn't Chris Jericho donate a ton? I thought tons (laughs) of shit. Yeah, let's yeah.
0: But look at Google that. Google Chris Jericho donations and see what comes up.
1: Yeah. Who are we really influencing? You know, who's being <laughs> influenced, maybe? Uh the better question. Um, Dan Lambert interrupts these two. Um, it seems that like people like Dan Lambert more than they used to. When I put out a Dan Lambert temperature check on Twitter, of course, at wrestling underscore brain, people are largely thumbs-upping the ATT owner and founder. Uh, this is of course building towards eventually PVZ versus um Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara maybe taking on all ego ethan page uh what'd you think of this back and forth here Zoops?
0: not the strongest work of dan lambert's time here because he's you know up against this sort of weird easily hateable guy saying canned good guy things and so it was like as you said you know i probably getting a warmer reaction than he ever, than he ever should you sort of like um the sammy thing the way that it's sticking so uh, not not the strongest source material to play with, but him uh, wearing the belt was a funny touch, and 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 uh, I don't know I'm excited about Paige Van Zant coming in. So I think Me too. I think I think that ha- this has some legs,
1: and I don't know. Um, agree with Sever one here. Why Sammy has a face, I don't know. The guy's a natural heel. I yeah. I agree. Look at him. Hard uh, boiled haircut, for sure, it's, it's and it's, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> hard boiled the egg saying real ones have always known lambert's uh, money problem well, you don't have to tell us here of course Soos and i i am just saying the chat used to be like you guys liking dan lambert is bad like they didn't like that we were praising dan Lambert. and now look at us now look at us baby look at us now yeah lambert calling himself code champ forget about calling himself code champ I didn't watch anything last week that made me laugh harder than just wearing the old interim title. Yeah. Amazing. That's just great stuff. Amazing. Uh, We get a Swerve Strickland, Ricky Starks package promoting their FTW title match on Friday. I suspect this will open the show. I'll go out of my way to catch this one. I think these guys have good chemistry in their back and forths, and I suspect that's going to carry over to the end ring. Looking forward to this match very much.
0: Yeah, ready to watch some Swerve. Some Swerve action.
1: Good friend Jake saying, for the record... They always liked Lambert. Thank you for joining us, GFJ. Uh, yeah, there were some people definitely, but there were, uh, I, we did a, a round table previewing um, a pay-per-view and Zoobs and I, and the two hosts were like, no, not Dan Lambert. The two other people we had on and the chat was with them. Well, come Talked on. Zoobs and I. Well, gotta, well, come on, you know, I'm trying to get ahead of the Zoobs. You better get a time machine. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go back. It's the only way. I'm not going to outpace it in the present. I can tell you that. Absolutely. Not going to happen. Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet zoobs Can I uh, take this opportunity? We'll talk about this match. But I sort of have a Layla Hirsch pitch for you. Please. Yes. Thank you.
0: I love this. I love being pitched things. Pitch it to zoobs.
1: Pitch it to zoobs. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. And of course. If you want to hear more baseball talk, use the words like that. Less than Jays. Zoobs has a wonderful baseball podcast. He's wearing his Blue Jays hoodie right now. Go check that out. Less than Jays on all your favorite podcast services, Zoobs. Layla Hirsch is somebody that I think we were very hot on. Uh, You made the great point that people wanting her to join Team Taz was actually a bad idea. You completely pilled me on that. Um, And I think that she's maybe, not let me down, but maybe been exposed in moments as, I don't know if greener than we thought, because we weren't ever saying she's like some sort of super technician in ring but maybe not as ready as you and I had initially thought for the initial push fair enough to sort of say that right yeah, I think you know I think you know the
0: right we're excited about what she could be and and the division need, needs a character like this but maybe she's not that character yet versus having the raw, raw tools to be that
1: if we're going to give her as much TV time as we're giving her lately, we have to give her a more interesting and effective push that does the old Paul Heyman turn down the weaknesses and turn up the strengths. Cause I think you don't have to be a wrestling brain to look at Layla Hirsch. You can watch three of her matches back to back and be like, okay, what is she, what are her strengths and weaknesses as a wrestler? It's not some hidden thing on offense and suplexing. She looks awesome. She looks as good as anybody. Um, in certain selling positions in spots she's comfortable, she can do that too. In long sequences, in selling for somebody else, in long memorization things, that's where I think the it starts to show. So if we're going to have Layla Hirsch on TV, let's do more with less. Let's have Layla Hirsch, sorry, Red Velvet. Sorry, this Chris Statlander feud. I would have preferred these to be squash matches for Layla Hirsch. Let's learn from Goldberg. Let's learn from Taz. Let's push. I know we have Jade doing like a similar monster thing, but they feel evocative of two different things. If we're going to give Layla Hirsch a push, I don't think these matches are what are going to do it. I think the push that will resonate is something where she, I I just don't know this 50-50 with Red Velvet. Yeah. Does it actually hurt Red Velvet any more than if she would have just come out there and mauled her? I don't really think so.
0: We also have Deeb doing the five-minute challenge, right? So you sort of...
1: Also that also feels spiritually different to something right, like a Taz but, or a Goldberg. But, she's like tapping it, out rookies who can't technician hang with her. Yeah. You're getting I right. want Layla against relative relevant people dropping her them on their heads.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh I don't know that she's ready ready for that yet. Even to the You might be right. Uh, to the point where, you know, Jade clearly uh that's been the perfect recipe for her.
1: But then what but, okay but then we have to do something besides these 50, 50 matches that do nothing to serve her. Like she's getting these wins over the bottom tier women on the card in sort of equal aggression matches. And it's just not what they want to push her as just isn't coming across. And I think everybody can see what would be a good Layla Hurst push.
0: I would still want to put her with Serena deep and let, let them be the, the female version of the, of the Blackpool combat club.
1: I still like that call by you. Yeah, I agree. Um, she Layla does hold the armbar late here, but gets the win. Uh The bell is ringing frantically and outruns Chris Statlander dropping the alien. She is now just woman Statlander. She comes for the save, chases off uh, Layla Hirsch, and we're going to be getting the resolution of that match on next week's Dynamite. Uh, I, again, we have to credit them for having a women's feud that I'm interested in that is outside the title picture. Which yeah, is not, we have critiqued this company endlessly for not doing this.
0: And uh, Statlander going to continue to grow which is sort of the bigger picture conversation that is more right now
1: she'll beat Layla uh, when they lock up right I hope so and then yeah she but uh, oh maybe not though because they need heels for Thunder Rosa we'll see huh I guess that's why they have the match yeah yeah well we'll see speaking of the great Jade Cargill she is backstage of course it barely needs saying at this point that she looks like a million bucks uh, and she is promoing that her next win with Mark Sterling, of course, is going to be her 30th win, making her 30-0 in AEW. Now, why this is interesting, because they're doing the cocky champion thing on display here. Mark's, the, Marvez is asking, or, or sorry, rather, Tony Schiavone is asking... What opponent we gonna have? This sort of thing. They blow past that. They're booking the thirty and zero celebration, a celebration fit for a champion, bigger than anything Thunder Rosa had. What would you think of this one, Zeus?
0: I like the I like the foreshadowing the doom a little bit, sort of starting to get the like she's, she, you know, the 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 little hints. I think is really important and is going to sort of Find build her own hype. Yeah, sort sort of build build this character and and also the the payout if she is just that damn good enough, but it gives it gives somebody something to spoil for her. Which is also important, right? Get somebody a chance to be a foil or to, to be a, to run afoul of her to, to get some some mileage out of this different than, hey, I'm coming to challenge you and her being like, well, I'm untouchable. So. haha.
1: There's a great uh, I think it's a, a Miguel Cotto quote, but I might not be attributing it to the wrong boxer, but basically that it's he's expressing that the silk sheets make it harder to get out of bed where the being the champion and the comforts and no longer having that drive can build a hubris that when it comes to having a fight, you may no longer have this hunger that's present in you. I'm not saying they were telling a story as nuanced as that tonight, but like you say, they're dropping the seeds. They're, like a Jade win will come from hubris, not because somebody can beat her in a 1v1 punching contest.
0: Right, yes. Yeah, strength. And I think that's a great
1: character Great character growth.
0: Strength and power and... Uh... Is gonna get would would she would win anything but the the mental side of it absolutely. Green hair was a good call for Jade, right? Absolutely, yeah,
1: crushing it, crushing it every week. Thunder Rosa gets an enormous pop coming out again. Oh my goodness, Uh, she's out there to celebrate, and before she can speak, excuse me, it's Vicky Guerrero, who I must say, legend, absolute heat-seeking missile legend. Vicky Guerrero is like John laurinitis tier you see them you don't have to know anything it's like oh it's literally Eddie Guerrero's widow it blow <laughs> it's mind blowing like this woman should have the most goodwill ever baked into a human being and instead she could just say shrilly excuse me and uh stadiums will boo which is a great thing when you are a Nyla Rose who maybe isn't getting a ton of uh TV time hey I'm attached to her. You hate her, and I'm smashing down Thunder Rosa. I think we are both advocates that Nyla Rose should be wrestling more. Her being a first opponent for Thunder Rosa to conquer in this title reign, I think is a great call. Did you did you agree and uh, enjoy this little segment here? Some, I mean, we both we both I think we
0: both named Nyla Rose as somebody we expected to be a, an early challenger and somebody that uh, allows you to get this ball rolling. So I think it makes a ton of sense to have her be the person that interrupts here. And uh, it was initially like, I can't believe they're gonna make. Uh, thunder rosa promo in the face of vicky guerrero but she was holding her own with, like the eye rolling and like looked like she yep. was about to sort of get into it on her level before getting attacked so i thought um at least similar to what we said with hangman page like a visible change in in her as champion where like um believing that she could handle that situation and,
1: and, and getting jumped a million percent and uh Yeah, this crowd was amazing tonight in general, and they were in Texas still, but Rose's reaction, uh, as much as I didn't like the choice to put the belt on her, every building we've seen her in since uh, has just absolutely exploded for her. So that's awesome to see. Yeah. Soobs, that brings us to Mark Henry voice our time for the main event. <laughs> the sports entertainers, the Jericho Appreciation Society are represented by the influencer himself, Chris Jericho, and Daniel Garcia in this match, taking on Jonathan Hungry and Alex Reynolds, two members of the Dark Order. I think they're five and six. No, wait, Alan Five Angels. So what's John Hungry? Nine? I don't know if Hungry had a number. Did he? Oh, does he not have a number? Well, does anyone know what number John Hungry is? Hey! Like S Baker 514. Subscribe with PrimeTubes. Was, wasn't, wasn't I just saying how damn easy it is?
0: I don't know if you were just saying it, but you definitely said it.
1: Well, I, mean, I was just saying it a couple minutes ago.
0: Silver is five? No. <laughs> Alan Angels is five, right? Because it's VLAN.
1: Yeah, Adam
0: five angels. Yeah. VLAN vangels. Three oh, and four. Three and
1: four. Okay.
0: Reynolds is definitely four.
1: So you got Uno, Grayson, Hungry, Reynolds, Alan Angels. And then you jump, you jump 10. You jump to 10. There's no six, seven, eight, nine uh reminds uh, an old joke but let's not go there okay <laughs> i thought he was anyway he's a, lot of, he's a low number you gotta give him that I, I hate something like a broken record i don't like john hungry and every time they give him a big comeback in a tag match it's insanely over I, I don't know what to tell you uh i i like this match quite a bit a fun show closer i think i probably liked it more than most people given the sort of low scores in our chat uh, i like jericho on offense man he is de-aging in front of us it's bizarre to see uh, the guy that, like, he couldn't have a match with Okada that we loved a couple years ago. And now uh, I thought he was perfectly serviceable here. The crowd is very into this match with the clear heel-face heel dynamic. Right guy wins. I love the call to give Daniel Garcia the win here as he taps Reynolds for the win here. in a sharpshooter, they call it a Scorpion Death Walk on the show. But it's like, ah, come on, at the 25th anniversary, that's a sharpshooter. Um, yeah, I, I had fun with this one, Zeus. What do you think? You gotta love
0: you gotta love the the Jericho Appreciation Society week one being used to get Daniel Garcia a main event win where he taps the guy out like it's just like oh, that's just awesome like use of this thing and uh, as you mentioned with Jericho sort of unlocking this new level of offense I love that it was the match with Eddie is the is the like kayfabe reason that that like he was like no way i have this fucking other gear i am an i am a guy who's been around the world and russell wrest- has has different styles in my thing and i don't need to i don't need to always be the same thing i i love it i love that eddie pulled that out of him and eddie is eddie like indirectly caused the jericho appreciation society with running afoul of 2.0 as well and dan garcia all this was like a it, it, it's well put together and uh Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with with that being the outcome of this stuff. And with you, my my mileage on the Dark Order, especially now that Hangman has moved on to having Jurassic Express back him up, like not doing a ton for me. at this point
1: <laughs> well and, and to sort of continue with what you were saying Zeus, because i think this is the best part too there's no story to be told because we've seen daniel garcia main event dynamite we've seen a main event rampage but they're always in losing efforts yeah. uh but now that he's paired with chris jericho and the jericho appreciation society say what you want about the methods he's getting wins like in the main event of dynamite that's a story that they can tell either playing his day to the camera or just for the the you know the meta seconds yeah. Great, great though. I really enjoyed this and uh, where it's gone. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just to finish up on the Dark Order numbers, chat filling me in, good friend Jake, letting us know: seven is Dustin Rhodes, eight is Colt Cabana, Anna J is ninety nine, and ten is ten.
0: Yeah, we, we You well, would
1: probably would have guessed. Wow, well, we had ten was ten. Press press ten Vance.
0: Yeah, press ten Vance. We had ten. Come, come on, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not Dark Order historians but ten we know 10 five. is 10 I, I, knew, I knew 10 was Any, 10
1: i mean anybody really if you like well who's 10 were 10 and you go yeah 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 Yeah, is 10 remember when 10 and 5 uh, eric said they were 15 pretty good that's good good tag team pretty good zoops so dare we risk well let's close up here uh for the podcast uh, if we can and of course to the now na- okay can i make a can i make a plea to the nasty casties sure casties i know we have a A tenuous relationship that oftentimes I will, uh, you know, sort of do the Mick Foley thing, where it's like I'm playing to the people who are there. You know, the 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 Brainiacs are here. I love them, and they do they do fire me up and get me ready to bring the live heat every week. When I was podcasting, I never had this energy. So I do like the Brainiacs in the chat more than Nasty Casties. But if we're looking to change that opinion, because the 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 Casties number is growing, right? Yeah, you see you see that number growing. Okay, well they, they exist at least uh but what is it growing is the reviews you see oh, you see the yeah. number grow and the reviews are identical so nasty casties you want to win me over you go you go on the podcast thing apple podcasts or spotify and you, you rate us please and you write a little review you say hey the zoobs oh the god does the zoobs ever bring it and uh and we can we can work on mending this relationship is sort of my pit. this is me extending the olive branch of the casties
0: i like that that's very generous of you
1: That's me, you know me, Zoops. I'm a high road kind of guy. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Review Uh, and rate. Oh, wait, can we answer one question for the nasty casties here on air? Because I think this is going to be a good one. Sure. Dan Daniels III asks, what would be your dark order number if you could choose Zoobs?"
0: Boy, I'll let you you go first.
1: I'd take tens from them.
0: Yeah, ten. I've always been, uh, I've always wore two when I was a kid. I, I wore two in all my sports.
1: Two and ten, that's not bad. Yeah, ten and freaking two, safety, hands on the wheel. I was just doing ten to be an asshole, to be like, I was going to help him, be like, okay, now you have to change into something yeah. better. And you're and a big years. big Sean Spears fan. That's his
0: sort of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah you, that's
0: you'd pay much. that off as well. That's nice. <laughs> freaking 69s is good for right him. Hell yeah, Before 420 four, bitch. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love and energy <laughs> to the nasty casties. We'll see you next week. <laughs>